0: The Sauce Podcast.
1: Empowering women everywhere. Hi, Lizzie. Hey, Maul. So good to see you. So good to see you. I'm excited for today's topic, and I think actually we should kind of jump right into it.
0: I agree. I think we should just jump right in. I'm excited to to chat about it as well.
1: Yeah. But before we jump in and hold you in suspense on our topic... We thought, um, it's been actually a great kickoff, uh, you know, to this, to this year, we've had some more listeners, um, here at the sauce. Yes. So thank you if you are a new saucer or if you are an OG saucer, we, uh, we love you all and appreciate you. We wanted to do a quick little plug to ask more reviews, really, really help drive traffic um, to the podcast. Mm -hmm. So for you, Spotify listeners, even just tapping the star, like where you, where you're listening, you just tap the stars and add a, if you feel comfortable, the five-star review, please do. Um, Mm -hmm. adding Mm -hmm. that or writing a review on Apple podcasts or on Spotify goes a long, long way for us. So we thought we'd do a quick plug. You can do it right on your phone right now as you're listening.
0: Yes, we would love that, and I really do want to just say thank you so much because we have had um, our audience growing and and more listeners to every app, which we love. And so we want to we want to hear from you. We want to know how it's resonating, and uh, a review would be wonderful. We also are now part of the TAC network, which I know I, I feel like we shared here a couple episodes ago, which is an awesome network of a bunch of different podcasts, a lot of different shows. And we are part of that ecosystem now. So if you haven't checked out TAC yet, um, please do. Obviously, we would love for you to continue to listen to The Sauce. And you may find some some other, you know, podcasters and content there that you love as well.
1: Yes. And that's just so you know, it's T-A-C-K, network.com, mm. just in case how it's spelt. Um, and you can go right there and you will see some of our recent episodes and exactly as Molly said, other podcasts as well. Um, Relating to all different topics. So thank you for letting us do a quick plug. New saucers, welcome. Um, Original saucers, we always appreciate the support. So with that, Maul, jump in today's topic. Let's do it. Yeah,
0: I I love today's topic. You know,
1: I think it actually feels
0: slightly taboo maybe. And so I'm excited to hopefully change that. And the, the concept is managing up. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think the reason I feel like it it is slightly taboo is because there may be this connotation or this assumption that managing up is a power play or is, you know, a flex to try to, you know, kind of over um, overextend or overstep yourself above your manager. And I actually don't think that that's really what it is when done well. And I think that it has a really nice and powerful kind of purpose in our working lives when done thoughtfully and correctly.
1: Yes. And we'll define really what is managing up. Cause we all, I think we hear it. We talked about executive presence and again, I think that's something else we hear, we hear managing up, but yeah, what is the connotation around managing up to you? And I think actually managing up just makes everything. Is it smoother, easier? Mm-hmm. It just kind of helps a little cohesion. I think, um, especially when you choose to manage up is it correctly to your, you know, direct line manager? So, Mm. um, and I think again, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things people can think about it. So let's go ahead and jump in and define it. Um, and then we kind of want to talk about what it is, define it, what it's not, um, things to think about as you're maybe have a new manager that you're reporting to starting a new job. There's been a management change, things to think about as you're starting to work with this manager and what managing up should, could look like with that manager, and then we'll go into some examples. So, yeah. using an article from C- Culture Amp, which I think, Maul, that was a competitor with Glassdoor, wasn't it, when we were there?
0: Yeah, it's, it's like an engagement
1: tool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, love Culture Amp. Thanks for this great article. They do, of course, start out with defining um, managing mm. up from HBR, so Harvard Business Review. So, here's <laughs> how they define it Harvard Business Review defines it being the most effective employee you can be, creating value for your boss. And your company, mm, yeah
0: um i I agree with that, and I think that there's again going to what it's not, right, yeah. so what and you just touched on this, Liz I think it's understanding what your manager wants to achieve. I think it's developing a really productive and positive relationship with your manager. It's learning and adapting to their communication style and way of working. But it is not going over your manager's head to try to have your ideas heard to folks more senior than them. It is not, you know, flipping the script and and trying to manage your manager instead, trying to mold your manager into someone they are not or something different or judging and evaluating your manager's behaviors or abilities in, in a way that. Could seem manipulative, you know? Yeah. um, I mean, again, we we talked about gossip in the workplace two two episodes ago. You are absolutely entitled to have feelings about your manager and have someone in your life that you share those with. Of course. However, I think that managing up when done well actually puts you in the best position to have a really great, really productive, really healthy dynamic with your manager. And it, when done wrong, it can become toxic and, and, and it can be really not great. So I'm, I'm excited that we're talking about this because I think both you and, you and I, Liz, have a lot of experience doing this and obviously have people who work for us. So we've had the experience of it done to us. And I think we can give the perspective of what we really value and um, what we've seen you know, not, not work to
1: the, to the greatest extent. Exactly. And I do think it's kind of, I always say I'm the middle child. I have an older brother, younger sister. And I'm always like, I get to know what it's like to have an older sibling and what it's like to have a younger sibling. And so I think what's nice from our perspective, Molly, we know what it's like to have to manage people. And we know what it's like to also have managers. Um, And some people don't have the experience of managing, which is great and like love that, but we can try to give both perspectives. The one thing I I think, I think we'll, we'll touch on things to start thinking about if you have a new manager. I think what's hard is I think back on this and where I've done it well and where I haven't. Is where there's managers that you easily kind of click with, um, mm. either what's communication style or just aligned on the, whether, I don't know if it's the same way of thinking that I want to say, or you kind of see things similar, but maybe different ways of thinking. Um, and then you suddenly get a new manager and they're completely different. I think it is hard to figure out and mall to your point, what it's not is it's not mm. molding your manager to make it completely easy for you how do you work with your manager to make it easy for both of you to to kind of progress forward, move the business or move the team forward? Um, And so I think it can be tricky, um, but hopefully today helps with some different tips.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully it does. And I think too, one very important thing is your manager, just like you, is a, a flawed human being, right? And all, all managers are. So it's really important to know first, what is your manager's style? Are they overbearing? Are they relaxed? Do they enjoy collaborating? Are they more micro managing and directive? Are they impulsive? Do they make decisions based on data, based on intuition? How do they like to communicate? Are they writing you really long emails or slacks? Or are they picking up the phone several times a day and just saying, hey, can I catch you? Want to run something by you? All of these things, these stylistic things matter because how you manage up to someone who is one way or the other is going to vary based on their working style. And if you're listening to this thinking, well, gosh, you know, like they're, they're an adults too. So shouldn't they have to adjust and respond to my working style as well? Absolutely. And, and of yeah. course they should. And we, we, I think hold our people leaders to that same expectation. But again, this, this isn't about um, a, a power play. It is about yeah. how to give you to the best, most successful, most productive relationship that you possibly can.
1: Yes, completely. And I think just an example of sitting here, understanding somebody's communication styles. I have oftentimes people will work with me and say, oh, Liz, I don't want to flood your inbox. So I didn't CC you on that. Or I didn't, you know, forward you that um, yada, yada. I actually say flood my inbox. I mean, with, you know, we have to figure out exactly with what, but I don't mind having CC just for viz. I'll read it, but like, let you go with it, you know? Um, and that's just one example. Whereas I do, I've worked for leaders who go fill me in once a week, don't need to know anything else. So yeah. again, that's yeah. just an example of communication styles. Um, because I would rather see it come through my inbox and have to ask you, especially like in sales about a deal or, Hey, did you know what happened with that as we discuss, So that's just one example of aligning on someone's communication style. There's so many different avenues of communication these days. Does somebody like to pick up the phone? Does somebody like to do a quick slack? And that's the only place they live. They don't even read their emails. Little examples right there are really understanding what's the best way to get the response that you need and the time that you need from your new manager or the manager you're working with.
0: Yep. I I totally agree with that. And I I think something that you just touched on though is um, this idea of kind of proactive alignment. And I think this is a good example of ways that you can effectively manage up and a critical, critical component of that is communication. So the example you just shared, Liz, was your employee said, oh, you know, I'm off and running doing this thing. I haven't been CCing you because I don't want to flood your inbox. I think there there's a coaching moment there because that person is assuming
1: yep. you don't
0: want to have your inbox flooded. What I would recommend instead of that is, Hey Liz, I'm off and running on this project. I want to make sure you are as looped in and and aware as you'd like to be. So let me know what that looks like. I can CC you on every email sent. I can have it as a standing agenda item in our one-on-one. I can get you looped into the live sessions. You tell me what is going to be best for you, and that's what I'll do. I like that better because I'm not assuming, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to flood your inbox. Don't worry.
1: Let me ask you what what you want. Love that mall. And again, I will also share a lot of people that will report to me and say, how do you like to communicate? Yes. Do that. And so I think that's just round yeah. up what you said, mall, like ask. And I think, and cause people have their preferences. Like I just said, I don't mind to be CC'd. Um, but I'll kind of say like within, we'll talk about what, um, but I think that's exactly it. Molly is like set the set the exit, set the expectation versus assume.
0: And also, if you are a leader listening and a people leader listening and you have an employee come to you and and ask that, hey, how do you how much awareness or how much involvement do you want on this thing? Really, I think, recognize and reward them for doing that before you even answer, say, first of all, thanks for asking that. I really appreciate it. And it's important to me that we're on the same page. So love that you asked me that then you go. Cause now you're kind of rewarding and recognizing that this is a really good behavior pattern that I'm going to, I want to mirror back to you as well. Yes. Um, again, good intent, positive, strong communication. Like we're, we're not going to be reading in, in between the lines here thinking, I don't, I don't know that she wants me to do that.
1: Talk to her, ask her. Love Exactly. Molly. I love that. So that's just one example of communication styles. I think there's other questions when you sit down um, that even culture Amp refers to, but there's a couple others. Um, What is your work style? What are some of their big priorities? And I think that's so important Mm -hmm. because there there's half more than half of what your manager might be doing day to day Mm -hmm. or projects that they're on. They might not communicate. You may not be aware. So it's really understanding what are their big priorities Um, I think is great. We could talk about each of these more. Most productive times of day. Like when are you most productive? When do you like to get the phone call asking for advice or, you know, filling you in uh, on something? And then um, preferences for giving and receiving feedback, which I think is very, I like that one a lot.
0: Yeah, I like that one a lot too. And I I, I think, again, I just go back to this idea of being proactive here really, really matters a lot. Um, And knowing that, this shouldn't be a. This shouldn't I, ideally be a situation where it's like the it, it's unspoken and and we yeah, can't address it best. and right you 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 really kind of want to like lean into it and own it and and listen if your manager doesn't go first I I totally think you you can and and I, I mean even myself I, I'll reflect on myself I know there are times where I have not said to folks on my team mm-hmm. hey like. This is this is really specifically what I'd love to be involved in or have you looped me in and I I know I haven't always been that directive and prescriptive and it's not because I don't care but it, it is because you know I'm I'm thinking about all the things and all the priorities and like valuing the divide and conquer but whenever someone does pause and say does this work for you like I, I want to make sure this is where, this is what you want to see from me or this is it really makes me pause. And I'm like, yes, thank you. And you're right. I, I need to be reaffirming or giving you that feedback. So you're not, you're, you're not having to, to wonder and be un, unsure.
1: Yes. And that is like the, if we go back to the definition as being the most effective employee you can be, it is. And again, sometimes it is easier when either you're more comfortable or have a strong relationship with your manager to say, Hey, mom, can we pause for a second? is, am I giving you the correct feedback for this project and how else do you want it? But I cannot tell you enough. I think, think about these questions that you could sit and ask your manager, if you have a new one, or if you haven't quite covered it, it's, I can't tell you 10 out of 10 times how much I appreciate it. Um, when, you know, somebody who's reporting to me pauses and supports that because exactly Molly, sometimes we don't stop to pause and do that. And it means the world when you go to your manager and say, Hey, Let's pause for a second. Can I ask you is this is this right? Is this good?
0: Yeah, and I I want to kind of address this um what what happens when you don't do that? And and let's think about maybe you don't do that. Maybe you don't say, "Hey manager, I want to check in. I want to validate this is this is what you like or this is what you want to be seeing from me." And instead, you go to your peer or you go to another leader and you say something like yeah, I just don't, I just don't know what Liz wants for me. You know, like she's really not giving me feedback. And I I just don't know if this is working for her. You have immediately un- unintentionally, yeah. but you've immediately created this moment of, I, I don't want to say manipulation because that's probably not the intent, but it, yeah. you're, you're kind of like creating a, now It's, it's, Business for others, where it really doesn't need to be and shouldn't be, it should be between you and your leader.
1: Yeah, I think the question to ask yourself is: if you were to go and say, "Hey, sleep, hey Molly, Liz isn't Liz hasn't given me any feedback on this," or Liz hasn't, I think you've got to stop and ask yourself: Have I asked Liz for feedback? And I have. Yeah. Have I given a space for that feedback? Um, Because you might ask on the fly, in between meetings, you know, real quickly, end of a one-on-one. And again, yes, as a manager, we should pause and make sure we're checking in. I just can tell you, it doesn't always happen. So if I'm giving tips to myself even on managing up, to your point, Molly, I think you need to pause and ask yourself, before I go to another leader, have I asked my direct leader to pause and have feedback or to discuss?
0: Yeah. And I think because, again, the, the intent there may be good. I completely agree with that. But l- let's see. Let's imagine your that gets back to your leader of, hey, I just do have a minute. I want you to know your employee came to me, said, you know, they really weren't sure where they stood with you and that you weren't giving them feedback. Yeah. That does not feel good. Right, yes. you you now have somebody feeling like, whoa, I'm on the defense, and a and a peer or a, a colleague or a leader above me is now having a question whether or not you know I'm being hands on and offering coaching, um, and and that that doesn't feel good, and that kind of carries back now to your one to one relationship with your leader, where a couple of things could happen. They may say to you. Hey, I want to check in. I'm I'm told you went to so-and-so and and, and gave this feedback. Why, why, why wouldn't you have just come to me? And and you're kind of now creating some semblance of a conflict. Doesn't mean we can't get through it, but I kind of want to say an unnecessary one because the better thing without a doubt to have done there would have been, I can, do you have a minute manager boss I would love more feedback from you. It's really, really valuable to me to know where I stand. I am. I would love to kind of get in the moment direction whenever you're feeling up for sharing. So please know, I love that, and I'm I'm craving it. So can we add that to you know kind of our weekly one on ones? Yes, yes. So, and much, again, so much more productive.
1: Yes, and you might be. You might have the best of intentions by going to others, as Molly said, but just remember, ask yourself, have I, yeah, have I gone directly to my leader and said, hey, I do need, I love direct feedback on the fly as I work through this and just align on that. And that I think is a great example of managing up.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do any examples come to mind for you, Lizzie, like where you can say in the day to day that like, this is a time where you saw it done really well, or you yeah. feel like you did it really well. I was trying to think if I have any.
1: Yeah. Like here's one example. And the article actually talks about this as an example of managing up. I think it is so important in the busy day to day. And a lot of times in my, speaking specifically to me in my role, I get a lot of projects that I say, I've got that, I will take it. Um, we call it DRI. I think it's direct, responsible individual on mm. projects. So I say I'm DRI in that, I'm gonna go. I have cool. had many different managers that I report into, and some are like, every week I want an update, and we align on what the update is. I have had other managers that go, Liz, run with it, good talk. Let me know when you're done. CC me when you ship it, you know. And so I think one of the biggest things that I have liked is I have noticed, regardless of what they align on. I always like to make sure in my weekly one-on-one or if it's bi-weekly, I at least have an update of the project, whether it's a link to the doc that it's in or I give a couple things, a couple notes in there. Sometimes I say FYI and we don't need to talk about it that week. Even if we have lined, you run with it, you ship it. I just think keeping your manager updated because I don't wanna get to the end of it and have like not alignment with my manager, even if they said completely hands-off. So yeah. I'm cool with them being completely hands-off. This is an example of managing up. We've aligned on that. But I will still add like a link to the project or a couple bullets. Don't necessarily need to talk about it, but in our one-on-one doc, I just put FYI to say, hey, make sure your eyes are on it. Want to make sure everything is good. Um, and while we have aligned, ship it and go, Liz, don't need to see it. I just also like to do the quick check-ins or at least give them the FYI on it. Um to make sure we are aligned before it ships. Yep. Yep.
0: I, I love that. And I think alignment is so important, especially, yes, before something, you know, mm-hmm. gets broadcasted. Um, what, one example that comes to mind for me, and and I will say, I think my success and comfort in managing up has been very reinforced by a number of just awesome leaders, right? Like I I feel like in reflecting through this, I've just been so lucky to work for some very, very incredible people who are smart and I respect and I learned from, and of course it's easier to have a really positive working relationship when that's how you feel about your boss. So I'm sure people listening, you know, are like, well, I, I maybe I haven't had that or I haven't always felt that way about my boss. And and that does make this harder. It, it does. There is no question it does. Yeah. But I still think we need to challenge ourselves to be above the line. You know, if you if you're struggling with your boss, if, if you don't think you're learning from your boss, if you Don't feel like, you know, your, your boss is, you know, the person you would have handpicked for yourself. It doesn't mean you get to do all the things that we just said not to do. Don't go over their heads. Don't go like, that's not going to make that situation better. Right. No. No. Yes, and, and obviously, I'm talking about like I'm not saying you know something like harassment or something that. Of course, if you feel like you are in a toxic environment, and that's different. Yes. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like you, you just wouldn't have handpicked this person, and yes. you
1: know. And I've had problems with like communication. I mean, communication is so big. There's certain ways I communicate where some people have said, "Liz, that's too too much too often," and we've had to work together mm-hmm. on how mm-hmm. we communicate. And Molly, exactly what you said, I think especially if you're going to a new manager because it's a new job or move managers, it's so easy to say, my manager's not supporting me. I don't know how to communicate with my manager. Mm. It's, um, I don't feel like I have their support. And you might not. And that might be not the right spot. might be toxic and not good. But what I would push yourself to Mm -hmm. do is ask yourself some of those questions in the beginning. Have I aligned on how we communicate? Have I said, hey, can we have an open conversation about when I work on projects or when I'm doing different things, how do you like me to check in? And you might say, great manager, you like that, but would you mind that we do do it? uh, We add this, it would help me make sure I'm staying on task or that I feel that you are aligned to it. And it's not to Mm -hmm. mold your boss. That's not what managing up is, but it's okay if you need to tweak some stuff. So here's what I challenge you. Toxic relationships, not good, not good. We need to potentially think about exiting that. But I do think after you shift where it's either easier, you've worked with someone for so long and you're just like, yep, yep, got it, go. This new person, this new manager that you have, ask yourself, if you're sitting there being like, I'm just not getting support, I'm not getting this or that. Again, I think a lot of managers don't, sometimes don't slow down. Um, And that's, you know, Mm -hmm. on them, that's on me when I do it. But if you can stop and ask them and try to get alignment, and did you ask them? That's what I would challenge you to do. Because I've needed to check myself and do that at times. Um, And I think it's led to a lot better because we're all different. We communicate differently. We want to see things differently. We have better times of days. We have ways that we like to prioritize certain things. Um, and I think that's super important. I retweet all of that. One last
0: point. Yeah. I this is for the people here listening who are people leaders. If you are a manager and you want your employee to not go around your not go around you and, you know, kind of talk about you to others or do some of the manipulative kind of bad behavior things we've said then you can help yourself avoid that by going first by building this kind of circle of trust with your team by showing your the people who work for you not only do i believe in you i have your back and i'm i'm going to do everything in my power to promote your great work to recognize and reward your great work and i'm i'm imperfect i'm going to miss some stuff too but just know I I that's my job and obligation and that's what I expect of myself. If you say that to yeah. your team, they're going to be way more comfortable coming to you and saying, "I'm working on this thing, can we talk about it? How can how do you want to be involved? Are you good if I run with this?" Cuz you've already set the stage. I believe in you. Your success is my number one priority. Yeah. I'm going to do everything I can to recognize and reward your great work, like table stakes, that's where we're starting from. Doing that is going to create this dynamic of your team being way more comfortable coming to you directly and talking to you directly than doing all the other things.
1: Yes. I love that tip, Mall, Because we gave tips for kind of uh, individual contributors, we say. You know, and we gave tips for managers. I think it's so important. And actually, like as every Sauce is uh, episode, it's good to reflect. And I'm kind of thinking and smiling about the leaders that I've just easily more gelled with and the ones that it's taken time to understand each other's styles and some that you know they had a completely different style and it opened my eyes up to like yes. wow this is super effective so yes. saucers I just I, yeah I actually really enjoyed this topic and it kind of checks me a bit too just you know it's, it's good to talk about so saucers I hope you got a couple nuggets today um we will link this article because it's really nice they talk about like what it's not examples, um, questions to ask yourself that I think is like really good to help set the stage. And also if you're in a relationship right now with your manager that you're just struggling and it's not toxic, but you're struggling, maybe to use those questions and set some si- time aside and maybe you feel comfortable asking that. And again, I do think as a, as a people leader, I wish I would always stop and do it. But sometimes if I'm just being honest, it doesn't always happen. So that yeah. is where you managing up And kind of, it's almost like, I don't know if I want to say it's being the bigger person, but you stepping up and supporting your manager means a lot. So um, saucers, I hope you got some good nuggets.
0: I hope so too. And um, just going back to like trust, good intent, communicate, be uh, a learn it all, not a know it all. I mean, all like there's, I feel like we have these just core values at the sauce that come up in every single conversation.
1: Exactly. No matter what we're talking about, it all goes down to like the core, you know, curiosity. It does. Um, does. Yeah. So, and the number yeah.
0: one, I was gonna say, Lizzie, the number one. You got to bring us out. What? What? What is it? In, in In addition to being bold and being curious, I just said it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> being bold I just you. oh, well, You're great. And I you said it. Right. Just encourage you, if you are in a place where you're receiving a new manager, getting a new manager, either you're nervous about it, excited about it, or maybe potentially struggling a little bit, I hope this helps and some things to think about and how you can manage up.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Lizzie. Thanks all for the convo. So good. Take it into your day-to-day. Hopefully it'll help.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you, thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions, and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.